of the Touch by Mercy and Living on Grace podcast. I am so honored and grateful that you decided to support and join this podcast. Let me give you a little introduction about me. My name is Patrice Butts. Some know me as Patrice Cunningham, my mating name, and I will be the host of this podcast. I live in Mississippi in a little small town of Columbus. I am an ordained minister. I have been preaching and teaching God's word for a long time. I am attending Liberty University to get my master's in health, mental health counseling. And one of the greatest things that I will celebrate this year is 30 years of marriage to my sophomore high school sweetheart, Dwayne. And I know God touched him to put up with me in my mess for all these 33 years. God blessed us with three wonderful, beautiful, amazing daughters, Teralisha, Teranisha, and Taisha. Teranisha passed away last year in May 2020, and I'll get into more detail with that, um, with her passing and her death and how it has impacted our lives this last year. But if you don't remember anything else about me, just remember that I love God and I love God's people. And I want you to know that I'm only an expert in receiving God's mercy and grace. That's it. I don't claim to know more than you know, but I know that God wanted me to share what he is doing, not only in my life, but what he will do in this your life. Um, God uh, cultivated this podcast through many years of heartache and pain and heartache and pain that seemed to continue for about 15 to 20 years of my life and that it was only overcome and conquered by being touched by God's mercy and living on his grace. Um, through these, throughout these podcasts, I would share God's word with you and some of my most heart-drenching testimonies that I hope that will inspire you and encourage you in your Christian journey. First Chronicles 16, 24 and 25 tells me, tells you to declare God's glory among the nations and his wonders among all people. And for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. And ladies and gentlemen, that is all I'm trying to do. I am just trying to give God his glory for the things that he has done, not only in my life, but in the lives of those that I will bring on this podcast. And before we go any further, I have a disclaimer. If you don't know Jesus, you will not understand this 
in a way that will help you, that will get you to the next level in Christ. So right now, I'm asking you, you or you, do you know Jesus? Do you know him as your Lord and your Savior? Do you believe that he died on the cross and rose again for your sins? Do you accept him today as your Lord and Savior? Because you are a sinner and you are in need of his grace, of his love, of his his saving grace, his amazing grace. Ask him today to come into your heart, to clean you, to make you whole, and to give you a new direction. That's my disclaimer. So if you are a child of Christ, if you just accepted him, send me a message, email me, text me, and let me know that that disclaimer is no longer for you. I just want to talk to you today about God's touch. It is a divine touch. It gives us all a new identity. It changes us. It transforms our lives from the inside out. So many of us are trying to change from the outside in. But if you allow God to change you from the inside out, oh, it's going to show up. People going to know you've been changed. That was my first sermon. Are you ready for change? So if you are, just let God touch you. His touch empowers us to live a life that glorifies him. And sometimes all it takes is just one touch from him that'll change your life forever. My purpose in doing this podcast is to is to get you to understand what it means to have God's grace and mercy in your life. I want to arouse your walk in the gift of God's grace. I want to help you to remember that God's grace is new every morning. I am here to support you, to encourage you. When the hours are long, when the days get hard, when the nights are lonely, when the months seem so unbearable, why the years just keep passing by. I invite you to get involved in the work that God is doing through you and around you. And I want you to experience God's grace as he transforms your life as you listen to these podcasts. And I encourage you to join a church, whether it be live Facebook or or. Instagram or I don't know, whatever they have out there, YouTube, get God's word in your heart so it can transform your mind. Um, And then when your church doors are open, you're welcome to come here to Columbus and go to church with us. Our doors are open. We are practicing social distance, CDC. We, We wash hands. We take temperatures. So you are welcome to join us here at church at Southside Missionary Baptist Church here in Columbus, Mississippi. And my reflections when I think about touch 
my baby sister Ivory had a newborn baby and a couple of years ago and I was in the room when she had little summer and I noticed that they didn't rush the baby away and wash it off and and then give it back to the mother as soon as the baby came out the womb the mother lay there and they placed the child on that mother's chest and this was because the touch of a mother at that instance of birth it gives that child that newborn connection and that's the same way when God touches us there is a connection that can never be destroyed it is a bond that the devil in hell cannot cannot break. Romans tell us there is nothing that can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. So if you've been touched by God, you've been connected to him, I don't care what you've done. I don't care. Shirley Caesar put it the best way she could. She said, you can be the chiefest of sinners and come in contact with Jesus and never be the same. Paul talked about it with his walk with God. He talked about how he was the chiefest of sinners. And yet look how God used him. We have that woman with the issue of blood. She touched Jesus. Sometimes we just need to reach up to him. We need to lie prostrate to him. We need to reach out to him so we can be healed. It doesn't have to be a physical healing. It could be a mental, emotional, financial. Sometimes you just got to be like that woman with the issue of blood. Sometimes you got to make up in your mind that if I just touch him, that if I just reach out, if I just holler out to Jesus, there's going to be a change. And even with Isaiah, Think about it, how when that angel touched his tongue with hot coals and, and it changed his direction. He couldn't see God until the king died. But when he said when King Isaiah died, he says he saw God lifted high. And once that 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 tongue got shut. Yeah, some of us need to change the way we talk. Some of us got the filthiest mouth and you ain't got to cuss. You talk about folks, you gossip, you do everything with that tongue except giving God all the honor and glory. Because when God touched Isaiah, he said, send me, Lord, I'll go. And when God touched our mouth, our hearts and our mind, we ought to turn a different direction, direction and head in the direction that God wants us to go. Don't you know that there is nothing that can stop you from getting to that destination that God wants you to be? So I encourage you to think about his touch. Just think about how he touched the hip of, of Jacob in Genesis 32. It says he wrestled with God, but because he wanted a blessing from God, he fought with God and God touched him. Because sometimes you got to fight for that blessing. And the more you press, the more you seek after God, he's going to make some changes in your life. 
Sometimes he allows things to come in your life that allow you to get to that blessing. Sometimes we can't get to that blessing because there's some things blocking us. We still got pride. We still got some hatred in our heart. We still got some unforgiveness in our heart. We got some things that God is, is trying to get out. And sometimes he has to touch us in a way that's going to get our attention. And just like Jacob, we're going to set up a pillar. And remember that we wrestled with God. God won, but I got a blessing. And then Jeremiah when God touched his mouth, you know, as a young child, God starts speaking to us when we're young and we may not be in a place where we understand it, but many of us can remember God talking to us and God touching us and, and changing our direction of giving us, you know, strength to go forward, to place in our mind and heart that he has a purpose for us to fulfill. And and, and, and sometimes God just have to do us just like he did Paul in Acts 9 and 3. Sometimes he got to make us blind to some things. Sometimes he has to knock us all the way down. In order for us to realize Jesus touched me, he touched me, he knocked me so far down that the only way I can move is up. And I'll give you an example of this in my own life. Dwayne and I had went to Mississippi, came to Mississippi um, for a funeral. And he was down at his Aunt Azaline house hanging down there and he would drink when he came to Mississippi, but he never drank when we were at home and he was wrestling. You know, God was calling him to preach and he was like, Lord, I'm still drinking. And so I don't want to preach. And on that day, while in front of all his many friends and family, God knocked him out. He went unconscious. And when he came to his senses, when he awake after they got him, in fact, God knocked him out so hard, he went up under the picnic table. Now tell me he hadn't been touched. But when he came to his senses, after I had got down there, after my uncle had called me, he said, Shondell, I know this was God. And that was in 2011. And Dwayne has not drunk any alcohol sense because when God touches you, there's going to be a change. You can't stay the same. In fact, you don't want to stay the same. And we go on. There's so many episodes in the throughout the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament of what, how God touches people. He touched Elijah twice. <laughs> Some of y'all need a touch once, twice, three times. But here was Elijah, first king. He had done some marvelous thing. He had called down fire. He had told him to, you know, that it wasn't gonna rain. He did some 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 amazing spectacular things. And then when Jezebel looked at him, he started running and he ran so fast that he, 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 he wore himself out. And so he laid down because he was exhausted. And here comes this angel saying that touched him and says, wake up, Elijah. You need to eat. I know you're hungry. 
Eliza ate. He got full. He went back to sleep. The angel touched him a second time. He said, wake up. You need to eat because the journey that you're going, you need to be strengthened. And what I'm trying to get you to understand with Elijah, sometimes we have run and run. We've run to everybody. We've run, we've run away from God. And God, sometimes he tells us, Patrice, I have work for you to do. And we lay down on, okay, Lord, not now. I got my job. I got my kids. I got this new career. I got school. I got ministry. And God will let you rest for a little while. And he'll touch you again. He said, okay, I've equipped you. I am preparing you. I have prepared you. Now, the race that I've set before you, I've given you the strength to get there. So I need you to be encouraged by these, 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 these testimonies of the people that God has placed in our lives, how his touch can do some wonderful things. But sometimes that touch, it can make a change in your physical body, your mental body. God does not care. He's trying to get you somewhere. You have a destiny and you don't have as much time as you think you have. So I need you to do what 1 Chronicles 16 11 says. I need you to look to the Lord. Look up. Look to God and his strength and seek his face always. Because I'm telling you, my sisters and brothers, with all the things that's going around with this pandemic, with um, our government, God needs you to get ready, get ready, get ready. Be strengthened. You know, be, be encouraged. It's not going to get better, but you can get better. And you can only do it with God's mercy and his grace. We need God's mercy because we need his forgiveness. It's so we can forgive others. His mercy touches us in ways that we don't deserve it. It is unexpected, but y'all, it is so needed. I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't understand, you know, when the old people used to say, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Till now, that's all I say is Lord have mercy. And y'all, he gave us his grace to go along with this mercy. You cannot have mercy and not have grace. It is hand in hand. You need his mercy and his grace. His grace is free. It is something that we didn't deserve. It is God giving us his, his favor. He looked at you and said, I need to give this grace. I need to save this sinner. I need to give them a lifetime of blessings. This is what is in his grace. You get salvation and you get blessings that will last you for a lifetime. How many of you want to experience that mercy and grace overflowing in your life? And it already has. I'm 48 years old and I'm going to tell you something. I've been through something in the last 25 years of my life that some of you will never, ever have to experience. 
I have been uh, sexually abused. I have been stabbed while teaching. Teaching. I, I had my mother and my my uh, sister were murdered. What else? Like I've been blind. I couldn't walk. My daughter passed away unexpected. So you see why I need all of God's mercy and all of God's grace. I've been in a house fire. I've been in a flood. So you see why I can tell you that I have been touched by his mercy and I'm living on his grace. Can I get an amen right there? Hallelujah. God is so good. He is so worthy to be praised. We don't think about it. We just take it for granted. Oh, he's going to bless me with one more day. Oh, he's going to give me this. Oh, he, but God don't have to do you. He does not have to do anything but say, God, that means that he does not lie and he is always there for us he don't have to do anything but every day god extends his unconditional they call it agape love to us in ways that every day we should wake up with a praise and we should honor him because guess what many of us have escaped the, the the trials of this pandemic and not getting COVID. I work in a clinic out there with military people that come from all over this world, all over this country. I work with doctors and nurses that came in my office day after day, and yet God spared me. I did not get COVID. This is the unmerited favor. Why God favored me, I have no idea. So, ladies and gentlemen, I just want you to get excited about God, about who he is, about what he's done and where he's taking us. I, I'm not trying to keep these podcasts long, but I want them long enough that I ignite something in you. I want you to get excited about God. I want you to give me a Facebook, Instagram um, review, because guess what? I'm going to pick three of those reviews. I'm going to give a $25 gift card from Amazon, Walmart, or Visa. $25. All you got to do is tell me how you feeling about these podcasts. And I will announce those winners on May 1st. Next week. <laughs> hey, this can only get better. We will, we will dive into understanding what all God is willing to do to get us to our destination. Check out Isaiah 45. And my focus is going to be on verse two. But I want you to check out the whole chapter of what God can do and what he's willing to do. I want to thank you for joining this podcast. I pray that what I've said has blessed you, has encouraged you. I will upload a new episode every Thursday morning starting at 6 p.m. It will be available to you. My sisters and brothers, I want you to know that it takes grace to make it in this world. It takes one another. I love for one another. It's going to take all this. It's going to take us testifying to one another. 
it's going to take us encouraging one another. I am working and, and trying to bring us together, especially us ladies. And yes, men, you got to get it together. Your brothers are, 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 are they need you. You need that accountability and they need you to be accountable to them. So my sisters and my brothers, it's time to get back to what God has called us to do. He wants us to equip the saints for the work, the good works of the church. It's not going to get better, but we can get better. So I thank you. I love you from the bottom of my heart. And I am your host, Patrice Butts, and I'll see you next week.